Do you want to go deeper in your faith even while you're on the go? No matter how busy the season you're in, Access More has a library of faith-based podcasts to help you grow spiritually. With podcasts from Christian thought leaders such as Christine Kane, Lisa Harper, Taryn Wells, and Bob Goff, you can hear podcasts on religion, culture, family, entertainment, and so much more. Access More gives you a safe space to find inspiring conversations about faith. Start listening today at accessmore.com. You're listening to the Visibly Fit Podcast. Hey, I'm your host, Wendy Pett. And every week, I'll give you holistic, practical solutions for everyday issues related to nutrition, healing, functional fitness, and behavior modifications. As a naturopath, fitness expert, and wellness coach for over 20 years, my goal is to empower you to reach for greater health and to rise up to your next level of living in mind, body, and spirit. You were created with greatness in mind. It's time to own it. Are you with me? Then let's dive in. According to health.gov and a few other publications, it is reported that only 22% of adults in the U.S. meet the necessary physical activity guidelines and that 82 million people in the U.S. don't exercise at all. That leaves 97 million adults overweight. I am Wendy Pett, and welcome to the Visibly Fit Podcast. We are going to be talking about, yes, exercise. Today is all about moving that body. And if you are just tuning in for the first time, thanks so much for joining uh, me here on Visibly Fit. But I will say that this is kind of that next step of, of a podcast. If you haven't gone into wendypett.com forward slash visibly fit podcast to download your worksheets, then go ahead and do that now because we will go over an exercise, uh, an exercise within the exercise <laughs> uh, program uh, that you can um, either print out or follow along on your phone. But we are going through the Visibly Fit REACH acronym. And it's all about understanding that becoming visibly fit is within quote unquote REACH. And REACH stands for release exercise, affirm, choose, and heart. And this podcast is all about exercise. And exercise is one of those words that sometimes feels like a curse word to people. They, it sends like chills up their spine and they, they don't want anything to do with exercise. But what if I just said, it's just moving your body. You don't have to think of, you know, putting on the headband and leg warmers and getting your sweat on every single time to the maximum. There's different ways of exercising. And so we're going to talk a little bit about that and why it's so important because it's really um, essential to our everyday life. Living. If you want to live a, a quality life, then you need to move your body. You need to exercise. And it can be as simple as walking, okay? But we're going to dive into that a bit more. But exercise is so essential for um, even brain support. It's like a main ingredient for our brain. That's right. So exercise should not be uh, supplemented, uh, but it can even be woven in throughout our day. And we're going to talk a little bit about that as well. But it really does need to be a central focus of our lives and, and not just plopping on the couch and watching our favorite 
TV show on Netflix or whatever when we get home from a busy day at work. The problem is, is too many people are living sedentary lifestyles. And that is contributing to massive inflammation in the body, which is contributing to massive uh, disease in this country. And it, I'm talking all kinds of disease from cancers to heart disease, even, you know, arthritis, right? Inflammatory diseases like that too. So it is, is a big, big contributor on so many different levels. So when we are talking exercise, I want you to see that it's not a curse word. It's something that needs to be kind of like brushing, brushing your teeth and, and brushing your hair, kind of an everyday thing that if you don't get it in, you're going to feel like something's off. <laughs> like, uh-oh, I didn't brush my teeth, got bad breath. This isn't going to work out so well. I want you to feel that way with exercise. Like, oh my goodness, I didn't get in my X amount of steps today. And, and we're going to talk about how many uh, would be ideal. But what does that look like for you? And it may be that you need to reallocate your time and rethink your day and rethink your quote unquote busy. Because a lot of times we uh, are busy because we make ourselves busy so that we don't have to do the exercise, right? We, it becomes an excuse. Oh, I had to do this and that and this. Well, guess what? You need to make yourself one of your most important appointments. You need to pin yourself in, P-E-N, yourself into your calendar. So very important. Yeah, it's really a no-brainer. <laughs> if I could use that, where's the drums? Hey, hey, wait a minute. Is this the drums? Did you hear that? Let's do it again. It's a no-brainer uh, to exercise because it boosts your brain. That's right. It increases all kinds of, of memory function and formation in the brain that it just needs to be that thing that you do. If you really want to uh, decrease also the risk for dementia and Alzheimer's, you've got to move that body. You have to move. And so um, looking at it in a different light, right? Having a different mindset around it and understanding why is so important and understanding your why, why you would want to exercise and keep this uh, going in your life. Now, first of all, you know, exercise is going to improve insulin sensitivity. So that's very important, especially, I mean, just for all of us, but even if you are a type one or type two diabetic, it's going to very much help you a lot. Uh, increases BDNF, which is brain derived neurotrophic, neurotrophic uh, factor, which is a hormone that increases cell regeneration. And so this is really important when you are exercising, it helps to increase increase that BDNF in our um, body to, um, uh, in the brain, to the brain, so that we can um, uh, really increase that cell regeneration. Like I said, it improves sleep. So if you are having issues with sleep, oh my goodness, get your body moving, exercise, and you will start to sleep so much better. Exercise reduces stress. I mean, like seriously, it reduces major stress. I use walking as my stress reliever almost every day. It is um, a big thing that's in my life and it does help immensely. It is going to all kinds of exercises, of course, going to increase blood flow and it's going to help reduce any kind of risk for depression or sadness or loneliness and those kind of uh, emotions that are lower vibrational frequency emotions, which we talked about in the last episode. So if you didn't hear that one, go back and listen to the release portion of, of these episodes because they're really, really important. But exercise is just one of those things that 
you know, I'll be honest, I don't love exercise. And I've talked about that before in my TV show and, and just on some social media posts. I don't love it, but I do it for the after effect. And so when you start to see that, okay, I may not love it in the moment, but then you start to kind of love it while you're doing it. Like it starts to feel good. And, and, you know, you've seen the memes uh, that you never are disappointed with the workout that you did after it's over. That's kind of it. You just need to get through it. You just need to start taking that step. You need, you just need to get to the gym. If you go to the gym, I don't, and I'm going to share with you what I do, but you just need to do it. And then whenever you are in the midst of doing the activity, you start to feel better. Uh, you, you are releasing positive endorphins and the serotonin is, is all the happy hormones are, are happening all at once while you are moving. And that blood flow is, is becoming um, something that is, is so important, of course, but you're going to have more oxygen to your brain and, and throughout your body, and you're just going to feel so much better. And so it's for the after effects. And of course, yes, there's all kinds of reasons why we work out to lose weight right? We, we, I always talk about releasing weight, not losing weight, but it is, it's, it's a big thing that we need to do to incorporate uh, just overall functional way of living. Like uh, there's so many different types of exercise, right? And the four main types are things that you've heard about, like aerobic and anaerobic activity. So endurance type of activity, um, strength training, resistance training, balance and flexibility. And all of those really are important to incorporate throughout your days. And it can be, you know, one thing one day, it can be, you know, stretching every day, and then adding in uh, maybe strength training, or maybe it's a, a balance technique that day, or maybe it's an endurance um, or aerobic that day. But you start to plan your exercise calendar and make it work for you because it is so important to insert at least 30 minutes a day. Uh, that will be just life-changing and game-changing for you. And that 30 minutes a, a day, I mean, in my mind, I'm thinking more like an hour only because I think 30 minutes of walking and then the 30 minutes of whatever. And for me, that whatever is visibly fit exercises, which I'll share with you in just a moment. It's using your body as your gym, a lot of moving isometrics and um, dynamic visualized resistance um, and just regular static isometrics. But I've been doing that for 20 years and I love it. So I spend about 30 minutes doing that, but it's not always at one given chunk in my day because I'm busy too, just like you. So sometimes I will just insert in five minutes, 10 minutes. And then over the course of the day, it probably adds up to about 30, maybe sometimes a little bit more depending on what I'm working on, but it doesn't feel like such a chore because I've inserted it into my breaks that I allow myself into my day and, I, and it gives me more energy. And so we'll talk a little bit about that and how you, you too can ditch the excuses. If you've got excuses of, Oh, I can't get to the gym or, Oh, I can't afford the gym or whatever it is. Uh, I want to give you some tools that you can take away today that will um, really be life-changing. So exercise, are you a fan or are you not? I'd love to hear your, your thoughts on exercise and um, I'd love to hear your comments. So make sure you go to wendypet.com forward slash visibly fit podcast and you can leave your comments there and I'll even read some of them on the podcast um, as they come in. It'll be kind of fun, but I think it's so important just to kind of get your uh, perspective because again, sometimes people are just so overwhelmed with all the different types of exercise, right? 
And what I would say is mix it up. Don't always do the same thing because your body is going to get used to doing that same thing. You want to challenge yourself. Now, you also don't want to go right out of the gate running like a racehorse and think you're going to run a marathon right away. You need to take small little action steps to get you to that bigger goal. And so if you're only looking at that big goal and that seems so overwhelming and that keeps you stuck from even um, exercising to begin with, that's where the problem lies. So what if you just start taking small little action steps and you have small goals and then you have, you know, wins that you can celebrate along the way. So if you want to run a marathon, for instance, I do not, I'm just telling you, I don't, (laughs) but maybe you do. If you do, then you're going to start out small. Maybe you're going to start out with, you know, maybe you are, are just getting off the couch and you haven't even started running. You want to start with a walk first, right? You want to start walking and getting your body used to moving. And then you're going to go to maybe one to three miles and then to five. And you're going to plan your activity to meet your end result of that marathon. But it takes time. Give yourself grace, but be disciplined. And that's the that's the big thing. It's just being disciplined in the sense of of using that term in a positive way, because I think discipline, that word can sometimes have a negative connotation, especially if you Uh, heard it as a child about being disciplined, but discipline is actually a good thing. Discipline is, um, is about having healthy boundaries around uh, with others and with yourself. And so having that discipline to stay committed to a routine is loving yourself well. And so I really encourage you to have that discipline and do the daily thing. Again, pen yourself in on your calendar because what you don't plan doesn't happen. Okay, so if you don't plan your workout, it won't happen. You're going to you're going to have great intentions. And then the end of the day comes and you're like, oh, my goodness, it's time for bed. (laughs) And I didn't get my workout in. And so then the next day comes and then the next day and great intentions. But it doesn't happen. So plan it out and protect that space. Okay, you really are worthy of of taking the time. Uh, to care for your body. And I just want to read a scripture verse here. It's 1 Corinthians 6, 19 through 20. It says, do you not know that your bodies are the temples of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. You were bought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your bodies. So yeah, our, our body is a gift. And so we are to honor our creator by taking care of the thing that he gifted us with. And when we are are in a place of being strong and healthy and, and having the uh, energy to do what we're called to do, oh my goodness, it is, it's life-changing, right? And when we give God the, the glory through it all. And when we see it as an act of worship, rather than a have to, like it's an, it's an, I get to, oh my goodness, I get to go for a walk today and, and I get to work out and, you know, all those things. It's just changing mindsets around exercise and seeing it as, like I said, an act of worship and understanding that it's about loving yourself well. And when you're loving yourself, it's loving your creator. So looking at it a little bit differently helps. But exercise is one of those things that um, I hear most from people that they just don't have time. And that seems to be the excuse. But I'm telling you, you do have the time. We all have 24 hours in a day. And so it's asking yourself, what is your number one goal? And this is one of the questions on our worksheet. 
that um, hopefully you have gone to wendypet.com forward slash visibly fit podcast and downloaded them uh, right away. You can print them out or look at them on your cell phone, but just put your email and your name and I'll send them over to you right away. But what is your number one goal? And to have a target date around it, a realistic target date. You know, again, you're not going to run a marathon tomorrow. We have to start from the couch first, get up off that couch and go for a walk and be gentle and kind to yourself through the process. Knowing that you have that goal and you have that target date, how will you know that you've really reached that goal? Is it when you've run, run that marathon or is that just the first one? Is that the beginning? And I keep using that as an example because we can all kind of picture um, what a marathon entails, even though I haven't ran one. And again, I don't have a desire to. Um, I have run some races, but not a marathon. And some of you have run marathons and that's awesome. It's just not my thing. Now, how important is this exercise goal to you? I want you to take a look. I was, I was saying to understand your why behind exercise. Is it because you are in just a lot of pain. Maybe you've got a lot of aches and pains and you just don't want to feel that way anymore. Or you're you're sick and tired of being winded every time you go up, up the stairs, or maybe you can't get up the stairs, whatever it is, or maybe you're just tired all the time, whatever it is, let that why propel you uh, to see how important this is for your life. So that even if you're um, a little more mature in years, it's not too late to start. It's really not. So don't let your your age be a factor. You're not too young to start and you're not too old to start. You can start right now today just by, um, I was talking earlier about taking a walk. Walking is so awesome. I mean, it's like part of my routine. And walking, brisk walking, it is going to help you increase your cardiovascular and pulmonary fitness. Um, it's going to help you reduce weight, you know, drop excess fat. It's going to help you if you've got high blood pressure, high cholesterol, any kind of joint pain, if you're diabetic. I mean, walking is one of those things that almost everyone can do and it's non-threatening and it really does have some great benefits. Okay. It's going to help with your balance. I used to do some work, um, with some elderly clients. I say clients, but it was through, uh, an agency. And anyway, I would teach some exercises and go for walks with them. But uh, Ray, he was 91 and we would go for walks every time I was with him. And it was so great because I could tell that when he didn't walk uh, a day or two, his balance was off, but every time he walked, he would get better. And so again, you're not too old to start anything. You're just not, but it helps to build strong bones. So if you're, uh, because it is weight bearing, even though you're, you're, you're not lifting weights, you're still working against gravity and you're moving your body and, uh, it is, it's working as a weight bearing exercise. And so it helps to build stronger bones, helps to build endurance and strength and, uh, like I said, reduces body fat. And um, I don't know too many people that aren't interested in that. Um, but the strength part is so important. Now, walking doesn't have to be something huge. I know that I try to encourage my my clients to walk 10,000 steps a day. For some people, that's no big deal. For others, it's a challenge. But that's about five miles a day. If you consider, I want you to think about 
like 2000 steps is a mile usually takes 15 minutes for most people 15 to 20 to do a mile so you factor that in you get in an hour of walking you've got in your five miles but it doesn't again have to be all at one time you might be getting in a lot of steps into your your regular day which i hope you are because here's the deal if i was talking about sedentary lifestyles if you are sitting all the time that's a problem. Your body starts to atrophy just after 20 minutes of not working against um, gravity. So if you're standing, you need to squat and, and, and do different um, elevation type of things. Even if you are doing some calf raises, you need to work against gravity. If you're sitting, you need to stand up. Like I said, your body actually starts to shut down. Dr. Joan Vernikos, she worked with the um, astronauts and she noticed that when they were not when they were um, not working, you know, that they were light, they were not working against gravity um, after they were in simulation and stuff of um, going into space that she could see that their body started to shut down again, just after 20 minutes of, of not working against gravity. So that's important. Um, so if, if you're, I don't know, maybe you do data entry on a computer, or maybe you're just on the computer a lot or whatever it is, answering phones, set your alarm to just stand up. It's not a big deal. Just stand up. Um, that will make a huge difference in your health as well. But going back to um, the walking, about 10,000 steps is ideal. A lot of people ask, well, you know, what about shoes and what about this and what about that? You know, on average, they say about 500 miles. Okay. So if you're doing five miles a day and let's just say you're doing it five days a week. Okay. Not even seven days. That's going to be about, uh, I don't know, five months, right? Five months. But if you're doing it every day, which I really recommend, um, that's only going to be about three and a half to four months that you would need a new pair of shoes every 500 miles, a new pair of shoes. So either that's a great excuse to go shopping. I really like that. <laughs> but um, that's just to keep you aware because you need that support in, in your shoes because um, after that, your, your shoes start to break down and you will start to feel that in your body. Your, your ankles will feel it, your knees, your back, and uh, it will be a problem over time. So splurge in that area. This is so important, okay? I usually have two or three pair of the same similar type shoe that I rotate through so I can keep my shoes a little bit longer. But I've seen people that have had their shoes for years. I'm like, what are you doing? Oh my goodness, no, we need a new pair of shoes. That's the, the first place we need to start. But walking is, is just imperative. So I, I, I want to encourage you, obviously, if you're not getting that hint by now to go and walk. But also, what are some other things that you can do? And, and what are you not doing because you're afraid? You're afraid to fail. You're afraid you might get injured. You're afraid that you'll be embarrassed in front of a class or whatever it is. Stop it. I, I just want to say stop it because you are worth so much more than what other people think. Just get out there and do it. Okay. If you listen to my last episode on release, I was talking about how I'm, I'm a recovering perfectionist. So I understand this whole stop it thing. Yeah. Get out of your own head and just go do it. Okay. Especially when it comes to this, this is so important. Find out why this exercise goal. If we go back to our worksheet, find out why is it important to you? It, you know, I'm going to go back to running a marathon. Why would running a marathon be important to you? Is it to see that you can actually do that or that 
Um, it would discipline you to maybe go to the next type of, of training. What is it? What is it like right now? Um, my husband and I are, are taking tennis lessons and we're doing uh, a tennis league and, you know, it's a little bit outside of my comfort zone because I'm not as, as good as I'd like to be, but I'm getting better. Right. So our, our mindset has to be, you know what, I'm not as good as I am as I desire to be, but I'm getting better day by day. And that just keeps you going back knowing that we're not going to be perfect. We're not going to be running that marathon right out of the gate. I'm not going to be Serena Williams or whatever, right out of the gate, but I'm getting better. I'm getting better because of the discipline and the practice. And so that's with everything in life. I don't care if it's with finances, with, um, you know, building a relationship with our health and our well-being, like we're talking here, whatever. It takes practice and it takes discipline of, of being consistent, right? Being consistent. And when it comes to exercise too, I want you to know that we all have days that um, are going to throw us for a loop. I get that. But again, sprinkling exercise throughout your day will make you feel like, oh my goodness, I did. I accomplished something because something is better than nothing. Doing a little of something will always be better than doing nothing. And it will make you feel more accomplished and you you will reap the benefits. In fact, studies have shown that long haul workouts versus sporadic workouts in between your day, there's really no difference in the effectiveness of, of one or the other. So that's exciting in my mind because um, it, it's freedom. It's freedom for me, freedom for you. And if you are one of those that it gets in there and gets in your 30-minute, one-hour disciplined workout every day, whatever it is, good for you. Awesome. Then keep it up if it works for you. But if you're one of those that you're like, ah, I just need to start somewhere. And I don't want to have the excuse of, of, I don't have the time, then this is what you do. You just sprinkle it in. And one of the ways that I do it is, um, in fact, if you go to just wendypet.com, I do, and I'll put it in these show notes as well, where you can sign up for my seven day meal plan and exercise program. I share with you my seven by 11 exercises that I do every day. And these exercises alone are so amazing. I've been doing them for almost 20 years. Yeah. 20 years now they're, they're amazing because they build muscle, they shed fat and they don't put stress on your joints, tendons, or ligaments. And it's all using your body as your gym. So it's, um, I talked a little bit about it in the other podcast, but basically if you imagine that you have a weight in your hand, let's say you're going to do a bicep curl. Okay. So I want you to grab that weight and I want you to hang on to it. All right. So you're grabbing the weight, say it's 20 pounds, I don't know, 30 pounds, 50 pounds. I don't know how strong you are, but I want you to envision, I want you to imagine that weight in your hand. And then I want you to tighten up and flex your bicep as you slowly bring that weight up to your shoulder. So you're squeezing that bicep, you're squeezing and you're flexing and you're flexing and you're squeezing. Are you doing it with me? I hope so. (laughs) And then you lower slowly that heavy weight as you're still flexing and squeezing the bicep. And you're also working the tricep as you're doing this. All right. So you can work your entire body 
by using mind muscle connection and, and visualize resistance. And I have hundreds of exercises like that to show you that will never compromise your joints, your tendons, or your ligaments. And so um, it's been very empowering in my life. And I want to empower you with these exercises as well. And I do have a couple um, videos on YouTube and a couple things like that, that you can always run over to at, um, uh, it's just Wendy Pet. I think, I think it's Wendy Pet over on YouTube. Just uh, look for it and uh, you can subscribe and check that out too. But yeah, exercise is a big, big deal. So what is it about it that keeps you from doing it? What is it? Is it the fear? Is it that I don't like to sweat? What is the excuse that is keeping you from living your best life? Analyze it, break it down, figure it out because you've got to get over the hump. Maybe there's some emotions around exercise. Maybe there's some emotions that you've been injured in the past and you're, you know, you're afraid of getting injured again, or maybe you were in um, middle school or high school and it was in phi ed class and you couldn't do a certain sport or someone made fun of you or whatever it is. Unpack that yourself. Start asking yourself questions because that does not have to own you any longer. It doesn't. Exercise is critical. Again, 22% of adults in the U.S. meet the necessary physical activity guidelines. That's only 22%. 82 million people in the U.S. do not exercise. That blows my mind. How is that even possible? I, I mean, I understand there's a lot of TV to watch, but we have got to get our bodies moving. You have to, you have to. Uh, if you want to live a, a longer life, a longer, more quality type of life, you have to move your body, all right? And it's not just um, the have to, it's, it's changing the mindset to I get to. I have to, but I get to, right? It's not that, oh, I have to. <laughs> it's I get to. So yeah, if you are on any kind of um, medications, I want you to consider just starting to take a walk and um, making that a consistent uh, routine in your life. I think I'm going to open up walkitoffnow.com. I know I'm throwing a lot of websites to you today, but I think this will be fun. It's a six-week challenge. And I'm going to open that up in the summer here, but go ahead and put your name on the wait list and I will email you. Again, if you go to walkitoffnow.com, I will send you um, videos and we will do this um, six-week challenge together. And it's kind of fun. So go ahead and sign up there. I think that's that's it for exercise. Just do it. Just do it. Just do it. Just do it. Because our, our next, well, actually the next thing on this sheet is something that I want you to dive into. We're not going to dive into it. But I, I mentioned what are kind of those things that are running through your head that are keeping you from exercising. And on this worksheet, it says obstacles that may arise. What obstacle is that? Is it in your head? Is it a physical obstacle? And find out, okay, if that's, if that's an obstacle, a physical one, what's a different way that I can work out? For instance, I have some clients that they're, they're in a wheelchair and they cannot walk. Okay. So what are some things that they can do to still get their heart rate up and, and build muscle and, and, and still live a healthy quality of life. And so I've got simple things that you can do like punch outs. You just punch out really, really fast. And I would do it right here, but I don't really have enough room here, but you punch out um, your arms for about 30 to 60 seconds. I promise your heart rate will go up. Do that throughout the day. And that is great cardiovascular move. 
Um, I do something called the orchestra conductor. You can use your uh, mind to think about that. Think about how an orchestra conductor takes their arms up and out as they are conducting the symphony. I think the average conductor lives to be in their 90s, early 90s, 90, 91, something like that, that I read. I'll have to go back and get that number for you. But our hands are above their heart. And so do that really quickly for about 30 to 60 seconds. Again, really fast, up and out, up and out. Looks kind of silly, but I'm telling you, your heart rate will go up and you will feel like, oh, wow, I just kind of ran <laughs> or I ran around the block, but you didn't. So there's different things that you can do without um, having to give in to whatever limitation you may be uh, dealing with. Okay. Maybe um, you're just in a place where uh, you're not in the condition physically, you're, you're overweight and it's just not um, something that you can do. Even if you're on the couch or sitting in the chair, you can do something simple like that. And I've got actually a couch workout, believe it or not, on YouTube. And I'll put that in the show notes as well of ways that you can do some visibly fit exercises. Again, it's about getting creative with your workouts. If we're not creative, you know, we, we start to get kind of bored if you want to know the truth. You know, another thing that's important, I know I'm talking a little bit about more endurance and cardio and uh, that kind of thing, and also strength training by using visibly fit, but some people like to lift weights. That's cool. I mean, I, I don't, um, but if you do, that that's fine. I just know that I've worked with a lot of busted up weightlifters over the years uh, because it does tend to put a lot of stress on your joints, tendons, and ligaments. And over time, especially if you haven't been uh, lifting correctly, there could be a risk for in injury. So that's what we don't want. Um, so this is an alternative. But if that's what you do and you know what you're doing, great. You know, go for it. When it comes to balance, balance is one of those things that takes practice, kind of like with flexibility. Balance and flexibility really kind of go together. Um, and it's one of those functional fitness things that that needs to be done. <laughs> it needs to be practice and there needs to be consistency in that effort. So balance exercises. I was talking about the gentleman Ray that was 91 that I used to work with and, and take him for walks. Well, we would actually do some balance exercises and it'd be as simple as lifting one leg up with your eyes closed and arms out, right? And then lowering that leg. And if you need to start off with your eyes open, that's good too. But just lifting that leg, holding for three to five seconds, and then lowering, and then trying the other leg and see if you can balance or not. I would have him put one foot in front of the other, um, like walking um, heel to toe. So touching those feet together and arms out and see how his balance was. A little bit like, um, I guess, if police officer pulled you over and you were to walk the uh, white line. I guess that's what that would be like, but it, it really helps you understand, okay, how's my balance today? And is there room for improvement with flexibility? That's something that just takes consistent effort as well. And the more flexible you become, the more it will help you in everyday living. Like even just like reaching for a spice that's maybe on the top shelf in your spice spice uh, cupboard, right? Just reaching for everyday kinds, kinds of things. It takes flexibility. And something that I think so many people take for granted is that flexibility. And if you aren't stretching, it really is going to be a detriment for your fitness goals. And there could be more uh, room for injury. So flexibility is important. So 
if you are, you know, in the evenings, maybe you do like to watch a favorite TV show or something, get on the floor instead of the couch and spend that time stretching instead of just sitting. I promise the more you stretch, the more flexible you will become. It just takes that consistency. So endurance, doing those um, aerobic and anaerobic uh, workouts of any kind of cardio uh, moves, whether it's the walking, the running, the swimming, the biking, the hiking, whatever you like to do. Maybe it's some high intensity exercise, cardio burst. I love to do those. Strength training, that resistance kind of training, whether it's with weights or without, maybe it's with bands. It's up to you. Um, but just know that you can do it all without your body is your gym. So just learn to get a little creative if you need to. If you travel a lot, it's really um, a lot of freedom to know that you don't need any equipment. If you like equipment, great, but just know that you don't have to have equipment. And then practicing balance and then flexibility. Those are the four main types of exercise that are so important to insert into your everyday living. So go to, again, wendypet.com um, forward slash Visibly Fit Podcast, download these worksheets and walk through what your goals are. And it doesn't have to be like this overarching big goal. Maybe it's just your three-month goal as it pertains to exercise. And let's start there. Let's figure out what is that three-month goal and then start to put down the specific action steps to reach that goal. So maybe it's that 10,000 step a day goal. Uh, for walking. Okay. Maybe you're only at 3000 steps a day. So what does that look like? Maybe it's adding 500 more steps a day until you get to 10,000. Maybe it's getting up a little bit earlier or going to bed just a little bit later so you can get in more steps in your day. Figuring out the specifics and, and again, pinning yourself in on your calendar will make all the difference in the world. So I hope this is helpful. I, I know that exercise is one of those things that some people are just like, Ugh. Uh, and if I ever mention burpees, I have some friends that really want to hide under a rock, <laughs> but I love burpees. They're great, but they're not for everyone. So you got to find out what is for you and be consistent in doing that type of activity, but also mixing in new activity as well so that your body will be challenged so that you will work different muscle groups in a new way. And so if you're looking for something new and you're not familiar with Visibly Fit, go to wendypet.com and I'll put it in the show notes as well. And you can grab those um, the Visibly Fit 7 by 11 exercises that are so awesome that I do every day that I think you'll appreciate and can do anywhere, anytime. So thanks for tuning in uh, today on this episode, especially as we're just kind of diving into exercise. Our next um, episode will be all about affirm. That is the A in the word reach. We're working our way through the word reach. So affirm, affirmations, affirming. What does it mean? Why do you need it? And let's break that down. So thanks so much for tuning in. We'll catch you next time on Visibly Fit. Well, that's a wrap for today's show. So thank you so much for tuning in. I love spending this time with you. To learn more and get more free resources, just head on over to wendypet.com. And thank you in advance for sharing this episode and this podcast, following and subscribing, not only to this podcast, but finding me on social media, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, wherever you are, I'm probably there too. Until next week in our next podcast time together, make it a visibly fit day.